Hey everyone, this is your girl Jessica. And it's your girl Peggy. And you're now listening to Uncomfortable Uncomfortable Growth Podcast. Welcome back everyone. I am trying to gather myself and grab some energy from thin air. Um, But we are here and... We're blessed to be here. Grateful to see another day, y'all. Yeah. uh, I don't know about that. I'm exhausted. I'm so mentally and emotionally exhausted. It's not even funny. Um, Everything's been taking a toll on me. Family, friends, work, life. Mm. I know. I I don't mean to bring the energy. So let's let's, let's, rewind. Rewind. Welcome, everyone. Hope everyone had a blessed day. When you do hear this podcast, it's episode four. Don't mean to start with negative energy, but I'm telling you, I'm trying to pull from thin air. <laughs> Very thin, y'all. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yes, hope Wait. y'all had a great weekend. <laughs> you know what I was just... I was, okay, somebody gave me feedback Two people actually gave me feedback about, like, the episode, like, constructive criticism. And they said, you need to let Peggy talk or, like, finish her sentence. And I just almost cut her off and then I stopped and it just got (laughs) awkward. But, okay, no, no, no. Okay, now you can finish. You can finish. (laughs) No, so I was going to say I hope everyone had a great weekend and hope you guys got a chance to listen to our last episode, which is being um, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very important that you guys listen to it if you haven't. I'm not gonna go into too much detail and give too much info we're not, away. We're not we're not giving you a recap. No, go listen to it. No recaps. Just go listen to it. And if you haven't listened to that one, there's three episodes you need to catch up <laughs> on, guys. Just like when you're trying to catch up on the shy and manifest all that great stuff. Yeah, I don't know about manifest. I don't, I didn't start it. I don't know. It's really good. I like it. I'm deep I, in. I just mentally do not have it, a space in my brain for another show. No, don't try to watch it when you're watching other shows. Finish up your other shows and make time for that one. But yes, guys, catch up on the first three episodes we have up on um, our broadcast on Anchor. But link um, in the bio. Link is in the bio. But of course, we will update it with a new link when we make this podcast available by the time you guys listen to it. Duh. But yes, um, hope you guys had a great weekend. If you haven't listened to our podcast, please, well, the last episode, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. We truly appreciate it. Like, for real. For real, for real. <clears throat> Those of you who take time to comment um, on our page and our DMs, we truly appreciate it. Those of you who've been sharing it every time we post a new episode and you take the time to share it, I truly appreciate that and I love it. You're getting the word out. You're sharing our page out. Mm-hmm. Um so for this past weekend, this weekend was pretty good, you know, a little chaotic, but pretty good. Um, celebrated my friend's birthday, went to New York, did a helicopter ride. Those of you who follow my private pages, my private page, either on Snap or on IG, you got to see the experience. A lot of people are like, you're crazy, you have your feet dangling outside the helicopter. But guys, I was super strapped in. I feel like I was more strapped in on the helicopter than I was on ever been on a plane. Mm-hmm. The landing and the takeoff smooth, and it was amazing to be able to... F- like being a helicopter that was my first experience on a helicopter it was really exhilarating i loved it i had a good time my friend did um she really wanted to do it for her birthday so i'm glad she got to experience that and yeah i mean i spent sunday went to church to my mother's church really quickly but pretty much relaxed for the most for the most part um and actually looking forward to this weekend i'm headed to the cape for a couple of days with my other friend we're gonna relax chill Get my mind right. You're a world traveler. Bitch, last year we was in the house. Not me. I was in Florida. Well, you were, but I was in the house. And this year I'm like, no, I'm traveling. Like, what? I was not put on this earth to just pay bills and pay taxes, then die. There's a little bit of traveling. There's a little bit of food. There's a little bit of fuckery involved in between that before I die. And I'm going to. There's a little bit of traveling and a lot of bit of food. Yes. (laughs) So I'm experiencing all of that. Before I die. Yeah. So Jesus how, <laughs> Relax. It's not going to happen right now. <laughs> but how was your weekend? Uh, whew. Okay. So as I mentioned earlier, I am like mentally and emotionally exhausted. And I finally realized it's because I haven't had a weekend this month to myself. Mm. It's been jam-packed with friends, family, and just a whole bunch of shit. So 
I will be definitely unplugging from the world this weekend. I have a lot of deep cleaning to do. Um, I have I have a lot to do this weekend. I have to kind of declutter my life, my brain, my emails, all of that. So I'll be spending the most of my weekend doing that. But this past weekend, um, oh my God, it was so sad, Peggy. If you've seen it, you'd have been like, these motherfuckers are... They need to get into shape. So, like I said before, <laughs> my sister planned a whole summer outdoor activity schedule for us. And this Saturday, we did Capture the Flag, which went horrible. So, my sister legitimately, like, emailed us the schedule. You have to, like, respond to her a week before the date of the game. So, this weekend was Capture the Flag. So, you have to let her know, like, hey, I'm, I'm coming and I want to join so that she knows how many people are coming, how to split up teams, mm-hmm. etc. And unfortunately, she also gave us directions on how to play the game. Just in case, for whatever reason, you don't know how to play capture the flag or kickball or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do we read that? No. So we spent 90% of the time when we were playing capture the flag trying to figure out the rules. <laughs> so first it was, you have to pull the flag off the person to take them out. But now you only have to tap them. And it was just... When can you tap somebody out of jail? And when can they get back into the game? And where should the flag be that you need to capture? It was... Oh, my gosh. It was insane. To the it's point, actually a fun game, and I played it before. I'm obsessed with the just, game. We had a lot of fun. You know what you're doing. Yeah, 100%. And then my brother, who's, like, huge. Like, I'm talking, like, you see me, my, my little brother. He's mm-hmm. tall and big. And I don't know how we... Because he was on my team. So I don't know how he was paired up with my sister, who's, like five feet even (laughs) just tiny in comparison to him and so they're obviously like you know in like the ready to rumble stance trying to figure out who's going to capture their flag Mm -hmm. and so my sister leans forward to grab but then my brother's shoulder comes in and like just fucks her up (laughs) tears just her nose almost broke and then we were all like geriatric what is it geriatrics (laughs) geriatrics because like my brother's knee was fucked up i almost went paralyzed running oh and that was another thing after capture the flag and we realized okay nobody listened to the rules it's really hard to even get through a a solid game so we decided we're just gonna play kickball so playing kickball don't tell me y'all fucked that up well, it, no, we knew how to play, but okay. like I went to go run, and I guess the way the park was, there's like some dips. Mm-hmm. So as I'm running, my feet think it's about to plant, but it just like like drops, mm-hmm. and I swear I felt my spine just like turn, and I just stood there like if I fucking move and I collapse to the floor, I'm gonna be paralyzed. Like this is happening right now, and so everyone's like, "Yo, you good?" I was like, "No, I'm not good." Um, it was just bad. So my sister rolled her ankle, so that shit's swollen. My brother's knees fucked up. My back is broke. Um, my my other brother, who's super athletic and always in the gym, his whole body was like in pain. Mind you, my sister did gym class before her and her husband went to the gym for an hour. Then came to play capture the flag kickball. So we were all fucked up. Y'all sound like y'all went to war and lost. <laughs> we lost terribly. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyways, that was uh, that was that was insane. So we did that and then after I left the game and I went home, showered and went to my family's um party, which was a nice little and like a nightcap. Like it was great energy, mm-hmm. great food, great <clears throat> drinks, great conversation. Sunday my dad told us a couple of days prior that he had a surprise for us, which wasn't as fucking surprise. Anyways, I was at my dad's house on Sunday. I got to spend some time with just my dad and my siblings, and I got to see my uncle and some of my cousins. Um, so that was good. But with family, it's so emotionally draining. What was the surprise, though? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I don't even want to say it out loud. It wasn't a surprise. That's what I'm going to say. Because... I wasn't excited. <laughs> uh, it was a two people, um, two kids came from Cape Verde. They're permanently now oh. in America. Um, those kids are his kids. No, hell no. My daddy takes pride in his kids. Like okay. we all know each other. He ain't got no side babies. Okay. No, we don't play that shit over here. Okay. No. Um, but the two kids um, are staying with my dad because. <laughs> 
They're my grandfather's kids. Yep. Still having kids. I know. I don't even know why I'm saying this online, but my grandfather has two kids, 13 and 10. <laughs> so it's he too had much. one in 2011. It's too <laughs> one much. Like and I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, my grandfather's 86. So. And that's the craziest thing. Men can have kids up it's, until the day they die. Crazy. This is probably going to be another podcast episode, but like we really need to get it together and stop normalizing this sick behavior of having kids at such an old age and i don't know it it was emotionally too much but i try to be in the presence and try to be in this like try to be in the moment with family but i was very bothered (laughs) there's a lot going on so i will be um removing myself from the earth (laughs) i will be keeping to myself i probably won't even step outside all weekend Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was my weekend. So, um, yeah, let's move on from that because that was no, that's fine. (laughs) Um, So this week's episode, we're going to talk about small businesses and customer service. And we spent pretty much, I think, yesterday on IG and today on IG, I have made a few posts, and so has Jessica, with asking you guys to share your experiences from a business standpoint and from a customer standpoint whether it was good or bad we only got like one response so i'm not i'm trying not to be in teacher mode but i'm not gonna force anyone to but i would love (laughs) is in her feelings i would love to have more interaction with a lot of you guys that follow us yes especially because a lot of you do run a small business yes so we would love moving forward when we do make posts about (laughs) certain topics that we would like for you guys to share with us please email us or dm us or if some of you guys have jessica's personal number or my personal number yes i don't mind just say oh this is for your podcast i wanted to share my experience depending on whatever the topic is please share with us because we want some of our topics to be from what you guys have experienced and we can play around with it and if it's something we experience we definitely can talk about it in our podcast so i would love to interact with our followers i don't want it just to be just me and jessica coming up with these I mean, topics. don't get us twisted we have plenty of stories we do and y'all know peggy can talk so shut up but i would love to hear more from you guys i appreciate the feedback you guys give us more interaction yes i appreciate the feedback that you guys give us after we post a new episode but i would love to more love to have more interaction with you guys prior yeah and put involve you guys more in the episodes Mm -hmm. yeah we won't share your names guys just so unless you say hey you can share my name but i will not we will not share your name we will just say oh one of our listeners has shared this with us and blah 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 you guys know the deal we will not share your personal information because we don't want to destroy someone's character or anything like that we do understand you're sharing your experience whatever that may be but um today's this week's episode, I shall say, is about small businesses and customer service and coming from different standpoints. Now, um, from a small business owner standpoint... Okay, let's start with this, if you don't mind me asking. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, when you started your first small business, what was your, I guess, what was your idea of how to run a small business and what did you learn when you started? So, like, my very first small business was Peace Patties. I started at first. I had no real experience. I have have customer service. I've worked that job where it entails of me providing customer service. I worked in retail. I worked as a secretary. So, I have to interact with people. Um, So, you had customer service down packed. Down packed. To to the T, but I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, I didn't know how to run a business. I started, like, you know, at least creating an email for the Mm -hmm. job. Well, not for the job, for the business. Contact info. Um, I when I scroll back down on Peace Patties, I saw how I started off, and usually when you start off, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. I am not Dunkin' Donuts, okay? I'm not Lyft even Wyatt. though Dunkin' Donuts ain't perfect. They fucking they shit still up all the time. They still fuck you. They be fucking up y'all orders with y'all latte and, and y'all all that other shit. Still be spending that money. Yes, we will get to that. Oof. So that's a big oof. So starting off a small business is not easy. Like, mm-hmm. you have to come out with a plan. Like, I had to write down... Even when I started Lips Water Utopia, I, I still keep that paper. I was going to throw it out, but I wanted to keep it as a memory for myself. Uh, like, how I started off. Like, 
what do I want next? I know I originally started with just lip scrubs and lip balms, but I started expanding, like, should I include candles, facial products, body butters? I was writing things down first, like, what I wanted to do, like, my audience that I want to capture. And, like, and Jessica did give some pointers with that stuff, like, who are you trying to capture? Just adults or children, too, and all that other stuff. So starting a small business is not easy like usually when you start it off it's usually coming out of your own pocket so all my small businesses started from my own pocket so I work a full-time job and that full-time job did support the business in the beginning and then once it took off the money I made from the business I use that to replenish whatever I need to replenish um with that being said um when it comes to like small business I get it. The end result, you will make some money. But don't only make that the sole reason. Because I've realized some people who only only want to make money, it shows in the way yeah, you... the quality of the product. The quality of the product, how you respond to customers, mm-hmm. how you advertise to customers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very... I'm very big on, I'm a very technical person. Anyone that knows me knows that if you're going to tell me something, you need to be technical. You need to get straight to the point and give me all the details. I don't like hypothetical questions. Like, mm-hmm. it is what it is or it ain't. Like, <laughs> I am. Like, I don't do the whole DM me for pricing. No, say the pricing right then and there. Go ahead. Peggy, <laughs> that shit drives me up a fucking wall. Why is it so secretive about your fucking prices? You have to unlock Do the you code. Go, does Louie and Gucci tell you to come back to the back office to figure out pricing? No, that shit is displayed. Stop with the bullshit of, like, DM me. No, now I'm not even going to give you my money because I don't know if you're trying to swindle me. I don't know. Maybe you are giving me a hookup, but I don't know that because you're being weird about your prices. Yes. So the whole DM for pricing, I've been very upfront with, like, for Peace Patties. Here's the thing. I'm very detailed to the point when I to the point that over time from experience from experiences from customers and um, one of my fellow friend and um, person I purchased from uh, my girl Teak who does Kizinu mm-hmm. that I shouted out a couple of weeks ago I've learned off of her like mm-hmm. watching how she set up her website um, I kind of follow her website as a prototype and then her IG page in a sense um, because it's like we would share experiences like yo this is what this customer did I'm like okay now I gotta update my website and now I gotta update my page like as a business owner, it's very important you as the customer read the business bio before you run into the DMs because some businesses prefer you not to DM. And reason why I say that, if you guys haven't noticed, a couple of weeks ago when T-Pain went on this rant saying a lot of people messaged him, but it went into the request section mm-hmm. of IG. A lot of times when people message me, I will not get the notification. One, I'm not usually on my business pages like that. I post an advertisement about something and then I leave. So I'm not on there. So if you were to message me about Patty's, and I don't respond for weeks. That means it probably was sent into the request um, box. It wasn't sent directly to my inbox. So don't think that I'm not going to respond. It's just that you put it somewhere. It got sent somewhere, in which I have no control over. So please read the bio. When a small business person says no DMs, email, please email them. And one thing I will say as a business owner, do not put in your bio or tell people you're going to respond in 24 to 48 hours and you don't honor that because that happened to me last year. I contacted someone inquiring about a cake and um in their bio they said response 24 to 48 hours girl it was 72 hours later and still no response and i don't like hounding people i Mm -hmm. sent an email and i dm because the person didn't say not to dm them no response and i'm like that's not how you do business if you know you cannot handle the influx of inquiries either hire an assistant Mm -hmm. or or make that announcement on your page like hey I'm currently not taking any new orders. I'm currently not taking any new customers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. Like if you're of one business, if one person business, like you're, you're doing, you're the admin, you're the marketer. receptionist, you're the marketer. That's okay. This, you should probably, I think to keep your customers and keep the people that are wanting to come, come to you to keep coming, you need to make it very, vo- you need to be more vocal when like you don't have, the space to take on new people because yes. now I'm just thinking you ignore me and you're just bad business yeah so so that kind of irritated me because I was looking to and, and me when I everyone knows me close people know me that when I'm about to have an event for my birthday or whatever event I like to 
handle my stuff in advance. Like from my event planner that I always mm-hmm. contact, my girl that I always hit up for food, I let them know two, three months in advance, like, yo, this yep. is what I'm doing. I want to book them in advance. So if I'm coming to you, I tend not to come to people last resort because you know what irks me a lot? When I see people post on IG or Facebook, um, looking for a, a person to make a cake for tomorrow. <laughs> what? What? You knew you needed this cake. Unless, unless the person you booked cancels or backs out last minute i can understand that and that has happened but girl dude you knew from jump that you need something done for this particular day and i can't deal with last minute people and this is not from a just a business standpoint this is from a personal standpoint i do not handle things and i can't function properly in last minute stuff because i get anxiety and i can't function in chaos so i like to know well in advance um what is it needed for me um from a business owner standpoint as well i've had customers and it what at please i say this with my whole heart guys when you guys contact businesses don't hit them up like oh yo so i wanted to know if you're available for this date because i i've had a customer say literally oh i need patties august 28th this amount this amount this amount for this time no hello how are you doing hope all is well i'm not saying write me a love letter but i'm just saying a good yeah. hello and good morning yeah. or good evening depending on the time frame you're sending it to me as well and asking me first if i'm available don't assume i had to let it be known so many times for peace patties like guys i work as a full-time teacher the only two months i'm really around is july and august and those are the two months technically sometimes i like to go on vacation yeah, so um i may not always put up my availability dates or whatever, but I prefer a customer to actually appropriately hit me up and say, are you available for this day? I would like such and such and such for this. Okay, I'll look at my calendar. Yeah, I got you. And I let it be known loud and clear for peace patties. I need at least a minimum of a two-week notice. So it gives me time that if someone else was going to book me or if I had an event that I was going to say yes to, I can say no because I'm busy or work around it. Um, two weeks notice, that's all I'm asking you. And I put it very clear. Like when businesses say a deposit is required within the time frame you have to honor that so i tell people if you don't have the money don't ask me no questions because you're only hypothetically speaking until you send that deposit just so you guys know so i'm very clear so i will send the invoice to people and say here's the invoice but if deposit is not received within 24 hours of the invoice i will cancel and there are times i've canceled invoices for people who wasted my time asking me 50 million questions i send the invoice and then no reply and i'm like it's a business. This is what I do. And I like to be structured. And I like to give my, I like to be transparent enough to my customers. Like this is how I run my business. And I want to give you the best customer service as possible. I mean, I've had in the past when I started switching over Lizbody Utopia from being only strictly IG to a website. And I had customers, some people who I was cool with. Oh, can I just um, get this and cash up you? I'm like, no, I have, I set up a website well, no. This is from the beginning. You don't do that no more. No, because you put me in my place. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the thing. Family, friends, I love you guys. But the thing is, regardless of the fact that we know each other, I really want people to respect people's structure of their business. One, when you order from me, half the time I'm not home. I am at work. Yeah. So, when you order from the website, the website keeps tracks of inventory. So, if I know I have 20 lip mask i know when you order from the website the most i can honor you with as a close friend or family member yo i placed the order can you drop it off for me when if you're in the area i got you i'll do that for you i will drop it off for you but the whole can you i wanted this this is this is this i'll cash up you i don't do anything with cash up when it comes to my natural product line i want everything done through the website because what you guys have to understand when you make the payment through the website or through an invoice that's for tax purposes y'all you guys have to respect that it's for tax purposes so i can't keep taking things from cash app because my cash app line is not through tax purposes Mm -hmm. so that's why i want you to do it through the website because then when i pay for shipping uh, usps whatever i'm using that's for tax purposes guys so when people say you have to book them through a specific website that they're using or app you have to respect it because there's a reason behind it Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, I'm trying to be bougie. There's nothing worse than um, putting stuff in your cart and about to check out. And then now the company has to reach out to you and be like, hey, unfortunately, we don't have that. I'm sorry, but it was available online. Mm -hmm. I paid for it. That's what I want. 
You know what I mean? And that's why you do it. You was like, everything has to go to the website because that's how I keep my inventory. So no one that's going on my website is under the illusion that something's available and it's not. Right. And I have a tendency to forget, even for me, if I take a product that I want to use for myself, I make sure I go on the website and remove that item that was available because I don't want to take it for myself and then not update the numbers. And then you as a customer come up and be like, and then notice that, oh, an order came up for the exact same thing I took off from the website, but didn't update the inventory. So that's what you guys have to understand. A lot of small business owners, we're not at home twiddling our thumbs waiting for you to order from us or make a deposit we're literally working a full-time job and we're not in the vicinity of where we would run our business just want you guys to respect that fact and then um another thing i wanted to throw in there i think you brought it up but of course see it slipped my mind the whole concept of like with the etiquette part as a customer like reading it's fundamental, guys. <laughs> I've had people ask me questions and I've had stories shared with me from other business owners where people are not... You guys are not reading mm-hmm. the policies. Like, prime example. If you make a deposit for me, especially for Peace Patties, because that's the only business I have that I accept deposits for, and something happens where I can no longer honor that for you because something came up and it happened to me before, I will refund you the money. But if I make a, if you make a deposit... And you're tr- you cancel, it's a no. Mm-hmm. You're not getting that money back. If you make a deposit and I tell you the remaining balance is due the week before the event, you have to respect. That's why I tell people when businesses send you invoices, read the de- details, read the fine print. So you cannot try to then take that business owner or that person to court saying, oh, I didn't get this, I didn't get that, but did you read the fine print, ma'am? Mm-hmm. Because the fine print says right there, final payment is due the week before or I have to cancel. And if I cancel it because of lack of payment, you're not getting that deposit. Because the thing is, when you make the deposit, I can now start getting prepared and start buying, purchasing the items I need to make that item for you, right? So that's the thing. We're, a lot of small businesses, we don't mass produce things. We make it in small batch because that's, that's what we can afford. And so when I make like a, a specific oil or whatever, I then have to wait because I have to order the, the bottles for them to come in. Mm-hmm. I have to wait for them to come. Um, I have to wait for the bottles to come. Sometimes I have to wait for my labels to come in. And then once all that stuff comes in, then I work on making the product. Because one thing I do not like is making an oil and letting it sit. I like it to be right into the container to decrease cross-contamination, any bacteria getting in it. I don't play with that stuff. Things that I know are going onto people's skin. Um... And the other thing I wanted to add, and is, and I know you're going to go in on this part, as a business owner, especially a black business owner, one thing that grinds my gears, and it will continuously grind my gears until we all do better, is, I get it, not all small black businesses are great. Some of them are crappy. Some of them, you can tell they're only in it for the money, and I get that. But what I do not like is when you, when you experience one bad experience from one black business, mm-hmm. you bash them. You go on social media, create a, a, a live or whatever it is that you guys are doing, and you bash bash that one business. But it's like, wait a minute. You know McDonald's will fuck up and give you dry-ass chicken nuggets, give you one little sauce, and charge you, what, 50 Ooh, cents for the yeah. other one. You will still go to them, right? Yes. You will still go. Even if KFC gave you food poisoning, <laughs> you will still go to them. But then that one business, that one person that's doing their best to honor Who your literally- order every department in her fucking company yes and I, the between the admin the the receptionist to the marketing to everything this is one man band you don't even give them the grace to fuck up right yes they're learning on the fly and especially if they all all of a sudden someone promotes them and they get all this like um they get like all of this like what, did you, what was the word that I can, influx of customers yes, ordering right, right? That wasn't the word, but I'll take that. Yeah. Um, influx of customers. She's now, he or she is now having to do everything by themselves in a short time. And I remember, uh, I don't know if anyone follows her, but I'm obsessed with her. It's Ace Hood's wife. She had mentioned someone bashing, um, what's the guy? Brandon Blackwood. Mm-hmm. He got popularity and everyone started purchasing the little trunk bags. Yep. Right? Love them. So now he's mass trying to mass produce to keep up with the with what's coming in, mm-hmm. and someone received the 
trunk bag like a month or so later because mm-hmm. again he's by well i don't i wouldn't say he's by himself but he's still a small considered a small business mm-hmm. and it didn't come out the way it didn't look like what she was advertised right so she decided to go onto twitter and bash him and she was like it's hood's wife and i really hate that i don't remember her name but she was like we don't even give small black businesses the same grace that we give these Big, big corporations. Big corporations. Yes. And it's true. Like, I don't know how many times that these high-end designers have disrespected black people, mm. done us wrong, um, done these commercials or advertisers disrespecting black people, and they be like, oh my God, we're so sorry. Like, so you're telling me no one through the chain of command noticed Yo, that that was racist? a whole fucking team of hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. And now one person said, this is not a good idea. You're a bullshit fucking lie. You know, and yet here we are supporting them. And that's the thing. Like, and here's another thing. I'm sorry. I got to cut you off because I'm heated. (laughs) You will never fucking catch me. The only only person I will say that gets my money, even though they be fucking up and I'm really upset with what he said recently, is Amazon. But I don't fucking buy no high-end bullshit because one... I'm going to act in my tax bracket. And mm-hmm. I'm not about to buy no Louis bag. It just, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the way that they fucking come out here and disrespect us on countless occasions. And we still go into that motherfucking store and spend our hard-earned money on these trash-ass bags. And yes, they're fucking trash-ass bags. I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm trying, make me understand, people. Make me understand. I'm petty as fuck. You fuck up... Dunkin' Donuts has not seen my fucking coins because they fucked up my coffee once. <laughs> one time. I give you one motherfucking time. Yeah, I understand it. Like, and I get it. People like what they like or whatever. And it's like, once I... St- oh, so, I'm not going to lie. Like, I have I have two designer bags sitting in my closet. But once I started to understand and truly know better, I'm like, okay, they got my purchase that time. I'm not purchasing mm-hmm. from them again. Right? I left it at that. So, I've been big. Like, my boyfriend purchased me the... The Teflar bag one, mm-hmm. that's another one. Wow. Love it. And then the Brandon one. I'm like, I'm doing my best. And I'm not saying because I'm a black person, I have to support black business. But what I want you guys to fully understand, as black people, oh, yes. we... I was going to bring this up. Economy-wise, we're worth a trillion, if not more, in dollars. Like, the money that we spend. But the sad thing is, our money never circulates in our black community. Nope. Like, in other communities, community, community, Asian community, that shit circulates for three to six months, if not almost a year, before it leaves the community. And we do not. We spend our money with everybody else but our own. Within hours. The moment we... Come on. So, it's like, if it... Honestly, if we were... If black people, as black people, if we were to remove ourselves from America... And from this whole economic system and not purchase just for one day and not purchase anything, the economy would falter because we're worth so much more, but we don't even value ourselves. So with that being said, what I mean by that is like give yourself give black small businesses the same grace you give these trash ass corporations. Exactly. And my thing is, you know what I do? And then here's another rhetoric I do not like. Oh, this is why I don't support a black business. Why the fuck do you feel the need <laughs> to say the race? Because yeah. last time I checked, when a white person steps into an establishment and they do not like it, they'll go complain on Yelp and be like, you know what? I will not ever entertain this establishment. They don't say, you don't ever catch white people saying, oh, this is why I don't support white businesses. They don't fucking say that shit. Why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we do it to our own people? You don't hear Asians saying, this is why I don't support this Asian um, business or this Vietnamese business or um, this Japanese business. If they don't like that particular business, they will not go there. They won't send and their that, people there. And I'll be all. That's, That's it. it. If I didn't like how you did something, if someone comes and asks for you, I'll say, look, I tried them. I wasn't a big fan. You can try them out if you want to. You might get a different experience, but I'm not a mm-hmm. fan and keep it pushing. But I'm not going to sit here and go on social media, tag the person, bash them, go if back anything, and forth. I'm going to give you my feedback. Yes, I'm going to give you my feedback. You know, I, I didn't really like it. The you came highly recommended. Right. Unfortunately, my experience with you was not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know, things will change for you. I, I'm, I honestly, I'm that way. I've always told Peggy, like, yo, this website's trash. You need to fix this. <laughs> I've had, it's, I've it's had not, it's not intuitive. I've had customers that don't know me on a personal level and my close friends tell me, oh, I love your patties, but um, this one's a little bit too spicy or this meat's a little bit dry. Can you make it more savory? But I love it. I'll still mm-hmm. continue buying. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? I appreciate your feedback because that's what it is. If you come the, to the person correctly, even if you're slightly upset and it's not 
given what it's supposed to have gave. It's not given what it's supposed to gave. You know, if even if it didn't, you can still say, look, I still want to continue supporting you, but um, I want to suggest this. You know, yeah. I didn't really like this. That's fine. But to go on a rant, go on live, all and this other, them. and trash them and say, oh, this is why I don't support my business, then you're already failing your community at best. And I don't care if you guys don't agree with me. Don't argue with me. Argue with your mama. At the end of the day. <laughs> like, that's it. I did have a bad experience as a business owner last year. I had a customer order patties for me. He books me. And one, the red flag that I should have paid attention to, I said, you need a two weeks notice. And that's why now learning from that experience, I stand firm. When I say two weeks notice, I mean two weeks notice minimum. That's all I'm saying, minimum. If you want to book me three months in advance, perfect. Because I'll clear that schedule. I don't have a problem with it. But I want a two weeks minimum. Like, that's all I'm asking for to give me some time. I might be busy, but more than likely, I won't be busy. That's why I write down everything in my agenda. Okay, bung. Send him the invoice. The 24-hour notice had passed. Mind you, a friend of mine who's friends with him referred him, and she specifically told him, if you're not serious about this, do not waste my friend's time with booking Mm -hmm. her. She's really serious about her business. All right, bung. He pays the full amount a day later. All right, whatever. You you paid the full amount. You didn't even pay me just the deposit. You paid the full amount. He says the amount of patties he wants. All right, cool. Wait, what was the red flag, though? He tried to book you... Well, less a little bit less, less than, than a two weeks notice whatever and um i was just being nice at that point so i said all right cool so the week that i'm going to do it for him i think i was away and i was coming back he was like oh the message me do you think i really need all those patties that i ordered i'm like look you paid in full i'm not changing it and i'm very strict on that once your payment has been made in full there's no changing it i'm not changing it i'm letting you guys know now i'm not changing it that's it so I'm like, well, you already paid in full. You can't make any changes. If you want to give some of the patties to somebody else, you can. I'm like, or I can give it to old girl, like my friend who we have mutual as a friend. I'm like, I can give her some of it if you want to. He's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Mind you, when he was originally booking me, I said, what time would you like to pick up your order? You can either have it delivered or you can pick it up. He said he'll pick it up. I said, what about three o'clock? Oh, three o'clock's too late. Can we do an earlier time? I was like, what about 11, 12? Oh, 12 is perfect. All right, bung, I got you down for 12 p.m. pickup. Blah, blah, blah. Friday, the day before, I will message you to confirm the pickup, and I'll send you the address then. Friday evening, I prep the patties, cook the meat, prep them in their little shapes, put them in the fridge. Then I send them a message, hey, this is the address to pick up your patties at 12 o'clock tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Then he proceeds to message me saying, oh, I won't be able to, um, I have to work tomorrow. Can I pick up after five? I'm like, sir, I'm not sitting around waiting for some, for you to pick up patties at five. You specifically said 12 Mm o'clock. He proceeds to say, I feel like I've been trying to work around your schedule. I'm like, excuse me, sir. I don't know (laughs) who you think you're talking to. And the thing is, I was biting my tongue to not send him a nasty message but i'm like that's not how i am Mm -hmm. so i said look i don't have time for this but when you originally booked me you said 3 p.m was too late Mm -hmm. you said 12 o'clock you picked the time i'm not gonna go back and forth with you either you're gonna pick up these patties or you're not Mm -hmm. then he was giving all this back and forth i'm like you know what i cashed that back cash apt and back the 50 dollars and then lo and behold the next day Someone booked me for patties for over a hundred dollars, cause my girl was like, "Oh, don't, um, don't refund him the money." I'm like, "No, I don't want that headache. I don't want that negative energy from the money he gave to me. I'm gonna give it back to. I gave it back to him, off rip. I baked the patties and I gave them out to other people who wanted them. And then someone else ended up booking me for over a hundred dollars for worth worth of patties for an event. So I'm like, you see the negative outcome that came from that. I could have cussed them out. I could have said no to that. But maybe I wouldn't have gotten that other mm-hmm. business. You know what I mean? It's another customer hitting me up. So it's like literally as a business owner, I feel as though as, as long as I'm doing good and I'm trying to exert positive energy when it comes to my business, because my purpose of my business is all of them, is to bring people some type of happiness, give them the best customer service as possible that they can come in back and they can up bring others as well, mm-hmm. right? So that's the whole purpose of owning a business. Like, yes, you want to make money. I get that. And... The only thing I like about capitalism is the fact that you can still make money. Yes, there are greedy people out here. There's greedy corporations. There's people who don't give a fuck about people and all they care about. The end result is money. They don't care about people. And I understand that. But for me, I like the fact, yes, I make money off of my businesses. But 
I like the fact that people are, are raving about what I do for them and they're um, referring me to other people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about it. But as a business owner, guys, like from a I, from my business owner standpoint, the other last thing I want to add is for those of you who do makeup, do hair, nails, as much as you guys want us customers to respect your time, you have to respect our time as customers as well. Because mm-hmm. I read the bios, I read the information where, you know, hairdressers, all of them will say, you know, $15 deposit, $25 deposit, whatever, to secure the time. And then I read the late policy. Okay, you have a 15, 20 minute grace period. After that, um, you charge me some money. And then after a certain time frame, you cancel the appointment. Okay, understandable. But what about me, the customer? If I show up early or if not, on time or not even that early but i'm waiting in my car of course because i know some businesses some people want to sanitize their space before i come in if you have me sitting there waiting 15 20 minutes where's my discount with the 10 dollars knockoff because the same 10 dollars you would have charged me for being late with the 10 dollars discount mm-hmm. or saying you know what i know i was late this week i'm gonna give you 15 percent off 20 percent off the next service or whatever okay cool you create a coupon mm-hmm. code for me i don't mind that but the same way these business owners are saying respect the time, you have to respect the customer's time as well because yep. I plan my day accordingly to the time that I booked you for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's fair when business owners do that, saying, oh, hun, I swear to God, there was a meme, a video, they said, the moment you're, if your hairdresser texts you, hey, boo, that means, girl, they're about to cancel. You're about to look a fucking mess. <laughs> Nail tax, all that. I'm yeah. saying I'm saying for the same thing, reason, guys. Like, as a business owner, the same way you want your customers to respect your time and energy, you have to respect our time and energy, too. Because a lot of you guys don't live in our vicinity. And I'm willing to burn the gas to come to you and put money in your pocket as another fellow small business owner. Even if I didn't own any businesses, I want to put keep putting money in black people's pockets and have exactly. the money circulate in our community regardless. If you're trash your trash at the end of the day but if you want me to respect your time and energy you have to respect my time as well because i'm coming to you and i'm planning my day like okay i know this is going to take maybe three hours Mm -hmm. so from 12 to 3 i'm not available but i know by like four o'clock i should get to my other destination but when you're late you're making me late to the shit i gotta do too so it's like i mean the whole the hair salon situation that's why i haven't seen a fucking i haven't (laughs) been inside of a salon for the past two years Mm-hmm. My hair may need to be trimmed. It may need a, n- a new, like you know, some chopping and some mm-hmm. hot oil treatment. But you ain't gonna see my money. Like right now, I don't have a hairstylist, so that's that's another story. But I was gonna mention to you that when I found out more about the black dollar and how much it's invested in all these big corporations and it's not recycled in our community for so long, I made a conscious effort for Christmas to only shop black businesses, mm-hmm. small black businesses. Almost every gift, ex- except excluding the gift that I gave my goddaughters because they were adamant they wanted this stupid ass Barbie doll house <laughs> that they don't even use anymore. Anyways, um, I... That was the only outside purchase that I made. I bought that like probably Walmart or something. I don't. I don't remember when. Mm-hmm. But everything else that I bought for Christmas was from a small black, you know, business. business. Yeah. So. So yeah, like, I'm all. I love the fact, that especially during this pandemic. This pandemic has started up a lot of businesses, and I love that because I love seeing like okay. This pandemic had created, like, a lot of business owners, some people who had no choice but to create something for themselves mm-hmm. to make extra income, and I love it. But just keeping the, keep the back of your head to always find room for improvement to make your business better. Like, I realized early this year, I'm like, okay, I got to change the aesthetics for my website, for my, my product, my labeling. And a lot of my close friends said, oh, girl, I love the new labels. I love the fact that you're changing certain things around. So every couple of years, you got to change it. It's like big corporations. Every couple of years, they change their logo. Like, most of us 80 babies know, like, what the Burger King logo used to look like when we were growing up. Then they mm-hmm. changed it. Shit, what the inside of a McDonald's used to look like. Shit, with the Playhouse. So we realized a lot of places do not have that. We, I realized some businesses are reverting back to the retro. Like, Burger King, I know, is reverting back to the retro style Burger King mm-hmm. logo. So it's like, over time, you do have to make changes for your business to grow and to attract more people. You know what I mean? So I feel like... Just try to do better. And don't look at another business doing the same thing as you to be envious. And that's another thing we struggle with. Like, oh, they're trying to copy me. Listen, 
anyone can attempt you can give someone the recipe but their shit is not gonna taste exactly like yours because you know what work and energy and effort you put in to make your shit grow mm-hmm. to make your business expand so don't assume all that person's copying me and don't do this whole oh there's already someone out there doing that because at the end of the day you could bring a whole nif- different outlook different energy everything um i know for you a lot of people are still are doing like the lips body not not the actual name but Mm -hmm. like the whole like Mm self-care a lot of people are doing that but they're not going to be lips body utopia right and i'm like if that was the case that would have stopped rihanna from creating fenty beauty and she's running it she's running it and i know a lot of you guys seen on ig from years ago like a lot of people say if you go down a bread aisle there's so many different bread companies wonder bread is not worrying about what sarah lee is doing (laughs) sarah lee is still gonna sell bread and Wonder Bread is still going to sell bread. And there's other bread um, mm-hmm. companies because everyone has a different taste in something. So I'm pretty sure someone might purchase my products. It may not be a fan, mm-hmm. but someone else may love it. And be like, you know what? I'm going to keep buying it. Matter of fact, I'm going to refer other people. Same with Peace Patties. I know some people may not like it. I, we're not always going to be yeah. everybody's cup of tea. And we have to understand that as a business owner. And we know that from a personal standpoint, you're not always going to be someone's cup of tea. But keep doing what you're doing and do things to better yourself and better your business. Yeah. Um, and then like from your customer standpoint um so we got one (laughs) thanks to my little sister i'm obsessed with you um she shared her i see the thing is when i read this i thought like the intentions of this small business owner was right Mm -hmm. she just didn't execute it right yes right so my sister says she wanted to support a small business especially a black-owned company she requested a backdrop for a birthday party two backdrops the lady she was working with was very responsive and showing photos and the product and everything. Um, she paid for the backdrop and even gave a tip for the customer service. That's so me. Me and my sister are the same. Mm-hmm. Like, if you show exceptional service and I know you're starting your company, I may just give you an extra little, like, hey, thank you for just, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever. She goes to say, four days prior to the event, the vendor messages messages her saying she can no longer provide the backdrop because she had a prior engagements. She sent back the money, I guess full refund, and stopped. But she stopped responding to her messages. She, my sister said, she's glad that she refunded the money, but was upset that she did not apologize for the short notice or even share other vendors that can help. Four days prior to the event, my sister has to scramble and find a vendor and had to pay higher price due to the time frame. Mm-hmm. So I think the vendor did what she was supposed to do because I'm big on that too. Like, yo, mm-hmm. you inconvenienced me. I would hope I would get a full refund. Exactly. But what she didn't do was apologize for the inconvenience mm-hmm. and recommend like, hey, I know this is short notice, but I connected with this vendor. I think this vendor is just as good. Etc. So forth. Not all the time is the vendor that you reach out to going to have access to someone who's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But damn, at least be like, all right, you know, I have these ones that I use in the past. I can give it to you for free of charge with a full refund. There's so many ways to maintain, um, to retain that customer mm-hmm. by showing exceptional customer service. <clears throat> exactly. Because you just inconvenienced the fuck out of me. And now mm-hmm. I'm paying double the price. Exactly. Yeah. So like, um, like for me personally, I don't know anyone from like that I follow on social media from my Patty page that I can say, oh, someone's trying to book me. Um, here are other places that mm-hmm. you can go to for patties or whatever. And some people are looking in the direction of um, a homemade one supporting a smaller business. I mean, anyone that lives in Boston knows Live Foyer. It's like one of the most popular Haitian patty um, businesses out there, especially in Manapan. I mean, I used to frequent there mm-hmm. as a child. Even even though I make my own patties, there were times I, I eat other people's patties. Just because I make a product doesn't mean that I won't <laughs> buy somebody else's. Mm-hmm. So even though I make patties, um, I still purchase other patties. Or sometimes as a function... I make patties. It's funny because usually when I go to a function, people's like, oh, you made these patties. I'm like, no, because no. I always make sure my logo goes on the box. I didn't make these patties. But um, what we're trying to get at is like, for me, taking the time to really mm-hmm. understand history. And I know some people are not a big fan of history. It's boring or whatever. But honestly, truly, if we really take the time to understand history, I feel like when you know your past better, you set up for your future way better. Right. 
knowing the fact that there was a black Wall Street, knowing the fact that so many black communities that were created out of force because we could not be around white people. So he's like, all right, fuck it. We'll create our own. Even though there's history why they got destroyed, that should motivate us like, okay, let's do better. Our ancestors didn't have much, but they managed to become dentists, doctors, lawyers, created their own schools, um, banks, scientists, all that stuff out of nothing and I'm like okay we're trying to recreate now the same thing now we have thing. all these resources and we're not so, utilizing we're not utilizing we have so much resources we have the internet guys like internet didn't exist back then in the early 1900s mm-hmm. 1800s none of that we have the internet we have the resources to do the research right so do the research ask around and oh and here's another thing as a business owner I've had people inbox me like oh Where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? I don't have a problem with sharing information. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people give me the vibe that they don't want to share the information on where they got something. As if it's exclusive. Like, it's only don't you want them. this person to thrive? And like, like, I tell people, like, oh, this is where I get my labels from. This is how I make my labels. This is how I do it. Oh, this is how I did this little advertisement. I don't have a problem with sharing that information because the way you plan on using that product mm-hmm. is going to be different from how I use mine. So I'll never feel threatened when another black woman or a black man hits me up asking me, how did you get your labels? How did you do this? And I'm like, oh, I go on this website and do it. Do you want me to send you the information? I don't have a problem with it. I've had a former student who started her own lip line and hit me up consistently. Like, miss, how do you do this? How did you do that? And I'm like, do this, do that, do this, do that. I purchased from her. She was doing lip glosses and lip balms. I didn't feel threatened by that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, now she want to do lip glosses because I'm doing lip. No. Like, I supported her purchase from her and stuff. And I was telling her what it is. In fact, she actually helped me. I'm like... How do you, where do you get your labels for it to print out um, the shipping labels? It's like, oh, miss, you, it's actually cheaper if you just print, purchase the sticky label part and print it from your computer printer, um, your printer, um, instead of buying the label machine. Because she's like, it's actually more hectic than, than you actually think. And she shared that information for me. She could have just read the message and left it blank. And that's another thing. Like, we keep thinking, like, oh, if I share this, I'm going to lose out on money. Mm-hmm. No, you are not. Like, you're, you're so, giving someone the help they need is not gonna block out your shine it's yeah. really not so that's another neck thing that i dislike about some business owners is like they feel like if they share the certain information like all it's their gonna customers gonna go, them, yeah. you know and it's really not you're actually blessing your business mm-hmm. um when you share information and out of the kindness of your own heart actually um don't think in the mindset oh the person that you're sharing that information with is going to remember this mm-hmm. and when the opportunity arises where someone's looking for a vendor for patties or looking for a vendor for self-care products the, you're the first person they're gonna think of right and that's what people don't think about and don't think of it in a sense like oh let me do this nice good deed because i know something good's gonna happen to me no don't do that because just do it naturally if you know you're a good person then you're naturally a good person you're gonna do it from the kindness of your own heart don't do it expecting something out of it that's the other thing like i didn't share information with people thinking like okay i'm gonna share this information with her because i know something good's gonna happen no I said, okay, cool. This is how you do it. This is how it is mine. you genuinely want this person to thrive. Yes. So, and we need to stop doing that. Stop bashing each other. I feel like, I feel like it's a 50-50 thing on why we're so hard on each other because we already know, like, we always get looked down upon as black people. Like, we're always seen in a negative light. So, that's why it's like, please don't fuck this up because you know when one person fuck up, all black people get, but we all, yeah. You know? But at the same time, if you already know that, let's do better by each other. You have a bad experience, mm-hmm. tell that business owner, look, I didn't like da, 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 da. And if they're nasty and rude, okay, save the message. You never know. Save the message for another time. You don't have to go online and bash them. Just know that they'll no longer get your money and you won't send people their way. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's all it is. But for you to go on the internet and, and then if you want to, I guess, if you still want to choose to bash that business, then I guess go right ahead. But don't do it in the same line in the same breath this is why i don't support black businesses because you have not frequented all black businesses you Mm -hmm. only used one and you had one bad experience with them Mm -hmm. so contact them don't put all of us in one grouping because not all of us run business the same way and Mm -hmm. each of our businesses have different aspects to it so don't group them all together so it's like that's what we really wanted to go off of yeah. on today's episode because i know this there's like we both know there's a lot of small businesses out there that are thriving that are starting off and stuff like that and some of them do need work but as a business owner when someone's coming to you about a, an experience they had if it's good yes of course you're going to accept it but if it's a bad experience please let them feel comfortable enough and understand them so that they can still come back to you even if they didn't like the last experience who knows you providing 
a discount or something or talking to them saying, you know what, I'm going to refund you or I'm going to send you something else for free, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. You know, my bad about that. You know, that can cause that person and i get it there's people out here that like to scam there's people that claim they never got something when they did or something was damaged when it never was or whatever case i i truly understand there's scammers out there but if truly a customer is upset about something you offer them something in return they're bound to come back and still probably bring more people with them so you have to keep that in mind not to stoop down to that customer's level especially when they're being disgusting towards you yeah be bought and be blessed just block them if you feel the need that they're doing too much just block the customer and um yeah so did you want to add anything to it no this is this was your element i mean yeah you good we we got the gist of it like we get it like not all business a lot of business are still learning as well so give them that grace Mm -hmm. i think um I'm just excited to see all of, like, this generation Mm. and down saying, fuck that shit. I'm no longer working for big corporations. I'm no no longer to choose. I no longer choose to work a nine to five. I'm going to start my own business and create my own generational wealth for my kids and going forward. Like, Mm -hmm. that shit is so dope to me. Yep. And so I'm I'm here for it and I'm going to support it in any which way. Every time I need, like, a reference or something, like, if I'm... Recently, I think, not recently, but like a couple of months ago, I reached out to um, Peggy about cleaning services. Uh, a tenant, I work in real estate, commercial real estate, and a tenant reached out to me and was like, hey, I have a big house. I, I can't do mm-hmm. this by myself anymore. Like, right. do you know any of any cleaning services? And the first person I thought was like, Peggy, because I know you have one for your parents' house. And mm-hmm. so, and I knew they were going to be black owned. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, but yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for generational wealth. I'm here for creating that. I'm here for like, just no longer the nine to five. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. So we just got to do better, guys. We're not, we weren't on this. We didn't do this episode to bash anyone. It's based off of our experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's our own personal opinion. So like I said, don't argue with us. So argue from, with your mama. Yeah, you are just speaking from a small business point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm speaking on... Um, customer service end and um what you've seen i I, we're not here to bash i really want people to thrive in their small businesses Mm -hmm. but i think the only way to do that is to take constructive criticism yes you know what i mean we can all like literally like when when people like email us or, or text us and call us and they tell us give us feedback about our our podcast i'm here for that shit Mm-hmm. Somebody told me I talk over Peggy all the time and I need to let her finish her sentence. <laughs> Somebody said that um, our energy in the beginning was kind of dull and mm-hmm. then we fixed that. And so I'm here for the I'm here for the expression of criticism and I think it's never a negative thing. You should never think of it as a negative thing because if somebody's taking the time out to be like, hey, I enjoy your product. I enjoy your services, but this could be a little better. Yeah. Bitch, take that shit. Right. And what I and and last what I want to throw in there is if you cannot take criticism, you Don't. will never grow. <laughs> no. You'll never grow as an individual, you'll never grow as a business. If you are in your feelings when someone says, Hey, I like this, but maybe and you get upset, mm-hmm. even if you say, Okay, thank you, but you're in your feelings about it, you'll never grow as an individual and you'll never grow as a business if yeah. you're gonna be upset every time someone tells you something. Like if me and Jessica was small-minded based off of some of the people saying, like, you know, your energy wasn't there. We could have taken to her, like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Well, no. Fuck it. Don't listen to me. <laughs> right. You know, fuck you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. You, as an individual, in your mind, you think how you're doing do you something great. How do you grow if you don't even know what you're doing wrong and what you can work on? Exactly. The thing is, how we view ourselves sometimes, even how you hear yourself in your own mind sounds different to others. Yeah. So let someone tell you Okay, this is how and I see it. There's literally nothing y'all can tell me that don't would hurt my feelings because I already hurt my feelings like ten times. You know, burgers, burgers, <laughs> we, we overthink. We be cutting each other up inside. So there's nothing y'all motherfuckers can tell we me. We already that hurt our own feelings. feelings. <laughs> exactly, like my feelings been hurt. <laughs> you ain't got to do nothing. Yeah, what you say to me now ain't gonna phase me because I already did it. I already created a scenario yeah. in my head. I already. did the work for you. Exactly. <laughs> And as always, towards the end of every episode, we like to shout out a business. And this week's business is my personal fave, my own event planner. Thank you, event planner, um, Janelle. But her business is FE Events. 
I'll spell it oh, out for you guys. So at e events. Um, and she also have a rental business as well. So it's at f.e.rentals. Um, so if you want to set up your party yourself, but you want to rent some pieces from her, contact her. Um, most of my close friends, if you went to my last shindig that I had from my boyfriend, she did that herself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you doing... like my little winery theme that I did last year, last so year for cute. my birthday, yeah. she did that. I didn't go, but so she she does an amazing job. So please check her out, guys. She does not have a website per se, but she has an IG, so she has a business number as well. So contact her. Um, as well if you're down for that and of course as always we like to end every um episode with a quote that aligns with what we just spoke about or sometimes it doesn't but fortunately this week we do have a quote that aligns with our um podcast i mean episode for today um and the quote states never start a business just to make money start a business to make a difference and with that being said we out peace Peace. y'all Thank you.